return to our regularly scheduled program. Please stand by for further details. We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. Hello and welcome to episode number 11, 11 of Tyler and Lynch on standby. Still on standby, no jobs to report, uh, and we got an update on this whole Chad Kroger situation that we need to get into. First off, thank you to the Comedy Here Often Podcast Net- Network, uh, 604 Studios, producer Alexi is here once again. Uh, but is Chad Kroger trying to sabotage our show? That is the question. It's been a rough morning around here. This is almost the episode that didn't happen. Okay? Yeah, it is. We uh, we came, first off, I woke up and I had knocked my computer off my nightstand. So if you thought these podcasts were poorly prepared before, uh, even worse this episode because I don't have a computer because it smashed on the ground and now I don't have a computer and I got to go buy one just to upload this later on today. Did so, it fall off the bed? That's what I'm thinking. Like we were pretty harsh on Chad. Did Chad sneak into my bedroom and smash my computer? It's possible. I think he probably did. Uh, thank you to everybody who's been going to the Nickelback comments, by the way. I keep getting tagged. There's lots of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like, poking so, the bear, man. Yeah, yeah. So please keep commenting on all of Nickelback's content that we're good guys and that Chad can come in for an episode. He doesn't need to smash my computer. We can get rid of Lynch, okay? And just Chad and I can chat. Ch- Chad Chad chats. That's what we'll call it. It's going to be... <laughs> chats. So that was the first mishap this morning, the smash computer. Then we come in here and someone had misplaced the key to where all the camera gear is. Uh, so we couldn't get the cameras out or any of the recording equipment that we need for the podcast. We're like, is Chad, is he throwing away the keys? Alexi, do you think that Chad snuck in here and threw out the keys because he's sick of us being here? I think it's possible. I think it's definitely possible. That's not going to stop us, Chad. It's really not. <laughs> no, it didn't. Clearly, we got the cameras out. You're wearing a Nickelback sweater. That's how supportive you are. Okay, Chad, we're fans. Are you part of the crew, actually? It says crew on there. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Kind I'll of. never tell. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then your Winnipeg skills came in handy. Lynch picked the lock to the gear. <laughs> I did. We, we had no faith. We thought this episode wasn't going to happen. Somehow you picked the lock. I told you I could do it. I know you guys didn't believe me. I, well, how do you know how to pick locks? I don't, I don't know if I should say this. I think you should say it. So when I was younger, my dad had a, like a gun storage locker in the he house. Was a police he was a police officer. Yeah. Um, none of the guns were in there. There's like, you know, mostly just bullets and stuff. But we would break into that thing to steal the bullets. Now, what we would do is we'd put the bullets in the vice and get... Uh, you know, grips and, and rip the bolts apart and get, get all the gunpowder and make our own firecrackers with it. Not safe. Don't do that, kids. No. I no, don't condone that do one that. bit. And uh, that's how we would make our own homemade <laughs> firecrackers. But I had to pick the lock all the time to go in there and, you know, borrow the bullets. You got to admit, Alexi, you had no faith, right? No, I, I headed back into the, the room where this storage locker is and I brought my coffee with me. I was ready for a little bit of a show. Right. We both were. We were just going to chill and watch you try to pick the lock. And then I did it quick. It was very it, fast. Yeah, it was astonishing. I didn't and just even... with two paper clips that he just found lying around here. Yeah. It's, I'm like, what a I'm like a MacGyver pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
you just have so many aspects of your personality where it just is like, should you trust this person? You know, like you can pick locks, which is like a weird skill to have for anybody. Dogs don't like them. Uh, I mean, I just don't know if we should trust this guy. Really organized. You have a, a go kit. Yeah, he carries around mace and a slide whistle that we learned in the last I know, episode. And a lot of people have been asking if that was pla- like planted. No, I know. it's not. We had one of our old bosses reach out and was like, please tell me that you planted that slide whistle to make the bit funnier. And I was like, I wish I could be like smart enough or clever enough to write that. <laughs> like, like, I just carry that around. A slide whistle and mace everywhere he goes. I couldn't have wrote that. I. So it's, just it's a real. real thing. It's a real thing. It's real. It's real. And uh, speaking of which, I got a surprise that we're going to get into in this episode. Um, I hate this. And it involves something that you can add to your kit. I've brought you a gift. And we're going to try the gift out, but we're going to get to that in a little bit. Okay. Uh, did you see the story? This got sent to uh, me at least like 10 times uh, about the radio DJ who got fired uh, a week after he got a tattoo of the station logo on his shoulder. I did see this guy, <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. What are you doing? This story is great. The guy's name is Mason. And God, I relate to Mason out of all the viral stories. <laughs> the t- title's just DJ gets radio station tattoo on arm and is laid off a week later. And then he just tweeted, ha ha ha, I just got fired. And then just the photo of him with the station logo on his arm. What an Idiot. That's rough. That's dedication, though. He was dedicated to that station. Enough that he got a tattoo on his arm for it. I feel like a lot of radio hosts have that much dedication. And I think over time, you learn that that's not great. (laughs) That's pretty similar to like getting you know, your girlfriend's name tattooed on you. Like you're just you're not sure if it's going to work out. This might not be the best idea. Just do what every other radio station guy does. Just get a picture of like a microphone or something tattooed <laughs> yeah. on you. The old school microphone yeah. right on the arm. Everybody does that. Everybody. That's part of graduating radio school is you get that tattoo at, at the actual ceremony. <laughs> they give them out on stage. You walk on, they quickly buzz it up, and then they give you your diploma. What a bad and then they're decision. like, have fun with unemployment, and that's the whole program. <laughs> that's how radio school works. What a dumb radio move. Radio school is such a dumb... I went to radio school, and our class was probably like... 60 kids by the time we graduated. I think there's two of us working. Mm. Like, it's such a farce. Like, don't go to... I don't know how else you get in your foot in the door if you really want to be a radio host if you don't go to school. So, like, I guess go. But, like, it doesn't work out for most. That's just... I dropped out. Yeah, I dropped out as well. And I don't have a degree. I, I was working at another radio station when I dropped out. So, oh, no I was way. learning more there than I was at the school. But. I was in radio school, and I was, like, interning at a radio station with the morning show on the air, and I was, like, the only kid in our whole program that was on the air and they started taking 10% off of my final grade for every class that I would miss for real missing classes to be on the radio. I was like, this is so stupid. I'm the only one on the radio and you're docking me marks. And then I left, didn't get my diploma. And like three years later, they put me on like the course calendar. Like, (laughs) like I was like on the, like a picture of me. I was like, I didn't even graduate. (laughs) (laughs) For real? They did that? Yeah. 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 That's so stupid. Yeah. <laughs> Tattoos of radio stations. I had a buddy who worked at a radio station and on the air, he let his co-host tattoo uh, the station logo on his butt. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> on the air. And he like does the whole thing and he, it's this poorly drawn. It was a logo of a goat and uh, <laughs> he does the goat on his butt and then he goes to like wipe away the excess ink and realize that he hadn't been pressing hard enough. So none of it actually stuck. <laughs> oh, no. So he'd just been like tickling his ass for an hour. Oh, <laughs> like, no. like, 
and then they had to redo it. And then now he just has this horrendous looking goat on his butt for the rest of his life. But a butt tattoo, who cares? Yeah, nobody yeah. really sees that. Yeah, yeah. yeah you, exactly. don't, you don't have any bad tattoos. You have, how many tattoos do you have? One? I have two. You have two. Okay, so yeah. you have the, the I've got family. my family crest yeah. on my one arm here. Yeah. What other kind of do you that? have? And then the other tattoo was a drunken mistake. Oh, yeah. Where I got a heart. Lynch blacked out at our work Christmas party and then woke up the next morning with a heart yeah. tattoo and doesn't remember it happening. Oh my God. Yeah, not, not the best decision, but you it, know, it's uh, it's good. So if you know, I need to check my pulse, that's a perfect spot for it. And my watch covers it I forgot it about up. that. You blacked out and got a two. By the way, this is not like in his 20s. This was a this year was ago. Few, yeah, a couple yeah, years yeah, ago. Yeah, so, yeah, like this was recent. Dumb tattoos. And not as dumb as the station logo one though. And your fiance was out of town. Yes. And uh, just came home and you had blacked out while she was gone and got a tattoo. And she's just like, I can't leave him alone. <laughs> like, oh. I leave him alone for three days. This is what happens. You just woke up with the like plastic bag stuck to your face. To my face. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, what did I do? Not good. Um, it's barbecue season. Yes. Anyone celebrating barbecue season. I have a real question for both of you. Okay. Do you think I should start a barbecue YouTube channel? Yes. Yeah? Yeah. I'm like a pretty good barbecuer. Like, let's just go over You're some- You're self-proclaimed pretty good barbecuer. What do you mean self-proclaimed? You always brag about how great of a barbecuer you are, but are you really? Yeah, really, I haven't really seen good. you on like the Food Network. If you were that freaking good, <laughs> well, you'd be on the Food Network. Well, that's because I got to start my channel. I don't know if you've ever watched barbecue YouTube videos. Like if you're just looking up recipes or whatever- some of them are rough. Uh, they yeah. just are not the best speakers, a lot of them. And they're like really good cooks. But I watch it and I'm like, I could do this so much better. But there's so many of them. Like it feels like a pretty saturated market. I'm not sure if it's worth my time. Let us know. Would you watch my barbecue videos? I can teach you many of things. I did chicken wings last night. Pretty simple, but like some grilled chicken wings, I can do real good. Okay. Um, I did a cedar plank salmon <laughs> last week, which was really good. I did a chasiu, 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 Chinese barbecue pork loin. Ooh. Yeah, like the red stuff you get at Chinese restaurants. Okay. I did that, and it turned out amazing. I got to share that recipe. So you're going to do it on a YouTube channel? I can do ribs in an hour and a half that are as juicy as any ribs you'll ever have on a, off a smoker. People are going to be offended by that, but I swear to you, I can make amazing ribs in an hour and a half. You know how long it usually takes to make ribs? Four hours. Oh, yeah. Who has, who has four hours? When you do a barbecue of a full pig in the ground, then call me. I would love to. Yeah. Let's get a hog and let's go camping and we'll film the whole thing. And I will, I would love to cook a whole. I have a hog. buddy who does that every summer. It's so much work. Yeah. It's like 12 hours. I was watching some Netflix show. It's like the great American barbecue off or something. Like, <laughs> I like how there's the great British bake off. And then America is like, we'll do a barbecue version. <laughs> and uh, they do a whole hog as like the final competition. And they had to like build the pit and everything. And it's so much work, but it looks. Oh, it just falls off. It's mm. I'm getting hungry now. Yeah. <laughs> would you watch my barbecue channel? What would it be called? I was thinking pit boy. Pit boy? Yeah. <laughs> but you're not even using a pit. You're just doing barbecue. Right. Or, or patio pit boy. Because specifically, I have a fairly small barbecue because I got a pretty small patio. So I could teach people how to do recipes on small barbecues. Yeah. That's a good one. Like you could still cook a whole chicken on a small barbecue. Or what did you just be know like Guy Fieri? And then, Fieri? is that his name? Guy? Is it Guy or Guy? I think I think it's Guy. Is it, is it Guy Fieri? Is he I, I, it needs to be Guy now. I love that. <laughs> Guy Fieri. I watch it on Time Shift. 
So it's from like Montreal. So, right. you know, maybe it's Guy, mm, okay. but yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Why don't you be like him and you just go to different people's places and then you just make barbecue with them. I would love to if yeah. uh, COVID wasn't a thing and there's a lot in people's houses. That would make mm. that difficult to film right now. Yeah. But it's a great idea. I'll just show up. I'll cook you a recipe on your barbecue so you know exactly how to make it. Exactly. Because every barbecue is different. Every barbecue is different. <laughs> it's true. You got to find the hot spots. You do. I got a Weber. Not a lot of hot spots. Pretty, pretty quality grill. I'm a big Weber guy. The portable Webers, if you have the Q1200, phew, what a great grill for on the go. It no really free is. ads. Oh, sorry. I want to be sponsored by Weber so bad. <laughs> I buy all Weber barbecue gear. I got an apron. I bought an apron recently. What's it say on it? Uh, nothing. Just a nice oh. leather, like almost Carhartt looking barbecue okay. apron. So that's like, a, took a serious one. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. not like the funny one. Yeah. And like you, th I kind of was like, oh, this will be funny. And maybe I'll film myself barbecuing. And I want to have an apron if I decide to do that. But like also so functional. Like I didn't realize how much grease I was getting on my clothes barbecuing, not wearing an apron. Like right. you smell like barbecue. Get an apron. Invest in an apron. There you exist for a reason. Why is there not like a cologne that smells like barbecue? Because oh. that would be awesome. Who yeah. are you trying to pick up smelling like barbecue? Just have that scent on you all the time. You're like the barbecue guy. That's how you get Guy Fieri to fuck you. Like, that's how. He'd come searching you out. Speaking of scent. I've been so excited for this. Are you ready for your surprise? No. Okay. I'm going to go off camera for a second here. I hate surprises like this. You brought a bucket today. Yeah. When I got in the car with the bucket, did that freak you out a little yes, bit? Yes, it like, did Why freak do you have like, like a giant red bucket? Am Is I going to puke or something? Like what's going on right no, now? No, not a puke bucket, but we were discussing how you have addictions, right? Oh, Christ. And how when you have addictions like you're gambling, in your nasal spray, I like to double down and make it worse instead of trying to be a supportive friend. Like when you won $1,000 gambling on sports, I was like, go put it on roulette do. and yeah. you lost it all. Uh, so I decided instead of trying to help with the nasal spray, which is what I have been doing, that I would double down instead. So I bought you a neti pot. Okay. And <laughs> I brought you a towel because apparently it's going to leak quite a bit. Uh, clean. I also have washed the neti pot so it's clean and I double boiled some water so it's very sterile and we're going to get you to neti pot on the show today. Oh God, why? You should have just got the spray bottle <laughs> thing. No, you like it. So we're going to try the neti pot. I've always wanted to see someone do a neti pot. I've always heard about the neti pot, but uh, I went out and invested in one for you. And I brought two of the little packs of the stuff that you okay. put in there, which is just like a salt solution. Yeah, I know. I've used these. So this is not really- I've never used a neti pot, though. No? Not that. I've used the spray bottle where you got- Are you excited? That. Do you and trust goes, the water? It's still yeah, warm from I, the boil. Okay, I get it. Okay. I just want to make sure. Put the salt in first, though. Oh, so you- Have you already done this? Not with, the, with that thing, no. I've never done one of these things. This is going to pour everywhere, man. That's why I brought the bucket. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> I do I have to do this? Yes. And I didn't want to tell you ahead of time because I knew you would have argued. And now that I know that we're live and we're on here, I know you can't say no. Uh, so that's why I didn't tell you ahead of time. Okay. All right. I think you only need one of those packets. Yeah. I just brought two in case we mess it up and you have to do another one. Is it hot? It's boiling, man. It's boiling water. It's not boiling. I it's, boiled it hours steam ago. coming out of it. It's not hot. Feel it. All right. So it's how not do hot. I do this thing? Give me the Kay. lid. So put the lid on. All 
Can I just stand up? I don't think you need to. You're gonna need a bucket, and I got you, as I said, a towel. Okay, all right. Because I heard that nose drippage is a real thing. What I'm most excited for <clears throat> is to continue the episode after this. You know just what talk happens. about other things okay, while you, your nose is leaking. You know what happens, man? Because it lasts for a while in your sinuses. Because I had the, the spray bottle one and I was going around doing things and I went into uh, a Max <laughs> convenience store and I had done this previous like a half an hour and I was going up and I was somewhere in the store and all of a sudden it just started <laughs> gushing out everywhere. And I needed to find like the napkins by the hot dogs. And I was like, I'm leaking everywhere. And I'm like trying to, over the hot dogs, get all this stuff out. Well, that's why I brought the towel. And okay. that's what I'm excited so what for, do I for just the rest do? of the do episode. I just plug my nose? So from what I watched is you're going to have to- From what you watched, you watched what, a YouTube oh, video on this? Lots of them. And I watched a WebMD video on it. There's a bunch. Okay. Um, oh, oh, Bruce oh, Alexis, oh. she's oh. like, oh yeah, protect the microphone. <laughs> So you're going to need to tip your head like this. Like this? Sideways. Okay. And then you're going to dump. You're going to put it right up your nostril and okay. you're going to dump and you're going to just let the full thing. Now into the bucket. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> oh, man. What? Ah. Look at the camera. You're on your face. Take your hat off. Oh, my God. Everyone needs to see how red you are. Uh, this is not Your helping. Your eyes are so <laughs> Finish it out. The whole thing. Let it go. Turn, turn. <laughs> I don't think the lid's on properly. I got snot hanging everywhere. <laughs> Take the towel. <laughs> uh, you got to finish it. It's only 240 okay. milliliters. There you go. You What? Uh. Keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going. Oh, God. What? Oh, my God. How's it going? I'm like more stuffed up now than I was before. Yeah, but it's like a lot. It's like I'm drowning a slow death. <laughs> it kind of feels like I'm waterboarding, Lynch. Yeah. Just uh, let it out. Oh, uh, it's crazy how it just uh, goes through there. Oh, God. You're doing a really good job of hitting the bucket, by the way. I'm amazed that you've got this all in the bucket. Uh, how much is left? Show the camera. I don't know. Oh, God. There's like half. Yeah. <laughs> we can take a quick break if you want. You don't have to do it all right uh, now. Did you see? Did I see what? McDonald's tweeted out that there's a new menu item. Oh. Uh. <laughs> I am the worst friend. I've been so excited about watching you do this for days. It's literally made my whole week just knowing oh that I was going to get like to do down this. my shirt. I'm sure like, I got to shower for a after this. Pause for a second. Can I have a Kleenex? Can I oh, use the towel? I'm going to blow my snotter in the towel. I, I'm going to throw the towel out. I, I, I specifically brought a towel I don't need anymore. Do whatever you need to do to it. Oh, God. I was planning ahead. Back on this McDonald's oh, thing, okay? Jesus. Where are you going? Just give me a second. <laughs> oh my god! God, he's so dramatic. I, so dramatic. <laughs> get no one can hear you. You're wait. Get back over here. Everyone wants to hear you blow your nose, especially no, during COVID. That's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> so this McDonald's thing. 
Okay. Pause for a second. All right. Take a little break. <laughs> McDonald's Canada tweeted out that they're bringing back a new, uh, are bringing back an old menu item on May 11th, I believe is the date. Okay. What item do you think they're bringing back to <gasps> McDonald's Canada? If it's not the Smarty McFlurry, I'm going to lose my mind. Why did they ever take away the Smarty McFlurry in the first place? <sighs> McDonald's, if you're watching this, what are you doing? If it's not, delete the tweet. If it's not the Smarty McFlurry, no one cares about anything else. What, like, what else could it be? Hmm. McRib? <gasps> no, that's a seasonal thing. Apparently, they can only get like that, whatever the meat is. Uh, they can only produce so much of it. So that's the reason it's <laughs> whatever seasonal. Whatever the meat is. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> they can only get so much of it. So that's the reason that it's like it goes in waves and it's not like a permanent item. So it's not the McRib. Hmm. McPizza? I was just thinking that. A lot of people like the meat pizza. I tw- meat pizza. <laughs> meat pizza. I like the meat pizza. Uh, that w- I put it out on Twitter, and a lot of people responded with the meat pizza. And I, I never liked the meat pizza. I don't think I ever had it. I didn't either. But I've just heard so much about it. Apparently, there's one McDonald's. I think it's down in the states in Montana, somewhere like that. Somewhere. Oregon, somewhere that still has it, and people will like travel and road trip to this McDonald's just to get the meat pizza. Really? I don't want it. You know, I'd rather. You know what I want is the McLobster. The what? McLobster. Have you ever had the McLobster? No. They have it out east. I don't even know if it's a thing anymore. But uh, out in like Halifax and stuff like that, they would have the McLobster. And what? it was fantastic. It was really good. Uh, what? <laughs> I just can't. Your <laughs> nose dripped. <laughs> I just can't stop. <laughs> so the McLobster. Yeah. Maybe they no launched way. that right across Canada. That would be awesome. It's so good. That also was, heard about the Big Extra, which I don't ever remember. I, did you know what the Big Extra was? No. So that was another common response. Apparently, the Big Extra was like McDonald's, like rebuttal to the Whopper, where it was like kind of like a thicker patty, kind of like the quarter pounder patty, but then like the burger was made like a Big Mac, like with like Big Mac sauce and stuff like that. Oh. And it was called the Big Extra, which sounds good. It's like a quarter pounder made like a Big Mac. Do you remember the Jurassic Fries? Jurassic fries. No. Yeah. So when Jurassic Park came out, McDonald's teamed up with, you know, uh, of course, with them. And they released Jurassic fries, which came in like a massive bucket. It was like a bucket of fries. Huh. And it was fantastic. They do have the best fries. You got to admit that. Probably the best fast food fries, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. But they were in like, oh, a, yeah. honestly, like a bucket that was like at least like half a foot tall. So it's called bucket o fry. Yeah. It was the Jurassic mm. fries. They were great. What are they bringing back? We need to know. <laughs> I hope it's the Smarty McFlurry. That's my message today. I love uh, that one, but it's it, the chocolate's kind of waxy, though. I can understand. Like, when it gets cold, it gets kind of waxy. Right. I, and I just love it. I think it's it because, is, like, Smarties are a Canadian thing. I love it, too. So, like, you could only get it here, and I kind of felt, like, patriotic about it. <laughs> coffee Crisp would be another one. Like, one of my favorite things is to go to get, like, a Dairy Queen Blizzard with Coffee Crisp and Smarties, and then mm. I just feel super patriotic. I'm like, yeah, you can only get this here. <laughs> I want to be able to do that with McDonald's Blizzard. Also, I watched this fascinating YouTube video about okay. why the ice cream machine is always broken at McDonald's. I was McDonald's. just going to say. You know how this is like a meme and the internet talks about this? There's this YouTuber, and God, I wish I could remember his name. I'll try and put the link in the description because I think he really deserves credit for this. Um, but he did like a 20-minute like investigative report on why the ice cream machines are always broken. <laughs> And I fell asleep probably like 16 minutes in, so I didn't catch the last four. But basically, uh, it's like a conspiracy 
that has to do with like repair fees for the ice cream machine. Come on. So this company, Taylor, that makes the ice cream machines is one of McDonald's like oldest partners. And they make ice cream machines for tons of fast food restaurants. Like they do it for Wendy's and like the Burger King, like the list goes on. Almost all the big fast food ones use a Taylor ice cream machine. But their machines are never broken. It's always the McDonald's one. You can get a, like a Frosty from Wendy's any hour yeah. of the day. It's always <laughs> working. It's never down. Um, and it ends up that this like ice cream company, 30% of their revenue comes from like repair fees. So the like kind of conspiracy is that McDonald's and this company are like old chums basically. And they're okay with the ice cream machine being broken because it helps fund Taylor, their their old business partners and their old friends. For real? Yeah, yeah. So, what? and the ice cream machine at McDonald's is specifically built for them. And it takes four hours to clean. Like the cleaning process is four hours. So a lot of the times when they're like, it's broken, it's just going through this like cleaning cycle. But they're supposed to do the cleaning cycle from like midnight to like 4 a.m., which you're drunk, you kind of want a blizzard annoying but like probably not the most popular ice cream time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but then at the end, these machines, and they're not, I, I didn't finish it. So like maybe it is all on purpose, but basically it seems like the machines go through the cleaning process. Then like an error code comes up and then the manager's like, what the hell? Like it's not working again. So they run the cleaning cycle again. So then it's offline for eight hours. Then the same error code comes up. So then they have to call like the Taylor repair people to come in and fix it. They come in and fix it. Taylor makes a bunch of extra money. The ice cream machine is always down. It's a giant conspiracy to make oh, Taylor more money. Really? Yeah. Whoa. And this guy, I, I, God, I wish I could remember his name. Um, he went all out. Like he read all the like instruction manuals for all the different ice cream machines. Like he spent all like a ton of time on this and seems pretty legit and trustworthy. And yeah, it's weird. Like, I guess when you open a franchise of like a McDonald's, like there's certain like there's, you know, three different grills you're allowed to buy. There's like three different types of deep fryers, you know, like depending on what gets. Yeah. It's all going to like taste the same, obviously, but there's, when it comes to the actual hardware, it's like whatever is easiest to like source locally for you. Like, oh, this grill company has a, a hub in your city. So use their grill or whatever. And the franchisee can make that decision. Whereas with the ice cream machine, no options. Everybody has to use the Taylor machine. I did a conspiracy like that. What? I had a small business. Wasn't you did? really. It was a gray area business. Okay. <laughs> I used to um, sell satellite receivers and have the unlocked cards. Mm. And I would put an end date on these cards for every month and a half. So those people who I sold these things to, they would either have to bring their, their satellite receiver back to me or the card, and I would have to shock it with my program. And I would charge them again for it. Lynn just had the weirdest life. Eh? Yeah. Like, I was a scuba doctor, scuba diving instructor in the Caymans. I sold illegal satellites. I used to break they're, into they're gun illegal, cases. They're not illegal. It's gray locks. I remember those. I remember having satellite because we didn't have cable in my area growing up. So that was the only TV you could have. And then like the pay-per-view porn channels. Yeah, like I had those unlocked. Young. Anybody wanted that? Be a little a, bit extra. I had a friend tell me that if you clicked and ordered one, and then like took the card out as it was going through that it wouldn't charge to your bill. And then my parents got a bill for far too much money because that's not how that works. No, and not at all. That was the first time I was ever caught with adult content. First and only time with my parents, actually. That's your nice. only time you were caught? Yeah. yeah. Really? Okay. I don't believe that, but all right. I'm sorry. I was young. I was young. I was young. And kids, if you have satellite, that doesn't work. Don't try it. Uh, and, you know, wait till you're 18. Be an adult. Uh, are you ready to finish your neti pot? 
I the water's moved getting... on from that. No, 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 no. I just was giving you a break. I need to watch you torture yourself with this. Do you got to do this last bit? Let me see how much water's in it. Okay, so you got like it's quite a bit. It's like half. I want you to do this all in all one right, take. All right, I know I won't touch the microphone. I want you to do this all in one take. One take? You got to let that's the point. Is it's got to like it's irrigation. It's got to go through and continue continuously run through to be effective. So, one big take to finish this off. <clears throat> Are you ready? Here we go. <laughs> it's coming out your mouth, too. <laughs> One day, keep going. Oh, it's God, irrigating. Don't stop. <laughs> Don't stop. Keep going. There I'm you like go. Rolling down my throat. There we go. There you go. Keep going. <laughs> Watch it come out and spurt. You're really clogged up. <sighs> Run. Hey, like keep drowning. going. Oh God! Let me do the other side at least. It's it's all going through the same thing. What do you mean other side? Because you gotta filter. No, you're supposed to do it in one take. All of it? Yeah, go. (laughs) (laughs) Oh God! (laughs) You sound like you're being murdered. (laughs) Oh, I have so much water in my face. Is it done? Yeah, I think so. Yes, it's done. There you go. I don't want to touch it. <laughs> you got your <laughs> snot all over it. You're cleaning that up. <laughs> oh. oh. Yeah, there's... Oh, can you throw that to me? <laughs> I don't need that much. I'm going to clean up all the crap on the bottom. Oh. Oh. All right. Don't look. What do you mean, don't look? I want to blow my nose. <laughs> I'm so conscious about people watching me blow my nose. <laughs> what? I am. It's disgusting. I am too. <laughs> All right. Was it that bad? <sighs> All right. Oh my god, man. What's with the blowing the nose thing? Why does that make you? I don't know. I'm just self-conscious about people watching me blow my nose. It's then gross. How- how is the whole, is that why you nasal spray so much? Because you're scared to blow your nose in front of people? Have you ever noticed when, I, when I do have nasal spray? It all spray? starts with trauma. It always starts with trauma. Every addiction. Something happened, you blowing your nose, people laughed at you, it traumatized you, you became addicted to nasal spray. We figured it out. This Ugh. is therapy. Have you not noticed? This is rehab. Like in the studio, when I would blow my nose, I always turn my back to you. Do you not notice that? No, I'm or not when I do observant. the nasal spray, I always turn my back to you. I'm not very observant of what you do. Like, I don't pay attention. I get kind of lost in my own world most of the time. <laughs> does All it right. feel better? No, it does not feel better. I feel like there's water clogging, like, right up in here. Like, here. I can feel it. I can feel it in my face. Right, but it, do, do you feel clearer? Not yet. Maybe when all the other crap drains out. There's so much water like down my shirt. You're a horrible friend. Yeah, I'm a great friend. Are you ready to finish the rest of the episode with water dripping on your face? Yes. Uh, I almost drowned and you laughed. You didn't drown. It's good for you. I don't see you doing it. great. And WebMD says everything's going to kill you. Like, yeah, I typed in one time. Everyone knows that like it gives you crazy answers in WebMD, but I had a sunburn and I was like, what happens if I type in the symptoms of a sunburn into WebMD? Mm. And it told me I had a ringworm. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what? No. 
Um, and even WebMD, it was like, the neti pot's great. So, all right, perfect. <laughs> Thank you for that. That's great. No problem. I'll find a spot in my backpack for that. Yeah, I figured <laughs> you could throw it in the kit. Yeah. You can just do that whenever you want. I don't want to touch it. Like, you can have it. So, here. Never get I Don't give me the towel. <laughs> it's gross. Uh, let's do a round of search history. Okay, <clears throat> It's always fun to go through and see what the last thing all of us Googled was. Uh, and uh, the last time you were very obsessed with the Amish, Alexi. I was. Uh, what was yours last time? Oh, God, I can't remember what well, mine was last time. Well, let's start with you then. What was the last thing that you searched on Google? <laughs> so, you know, my hearing is pretty bad. Your hearing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Are you deaf in one ear? Pretty much. That's why I wear my headphones like this one on and this one off so I can kind of hear what's going on. Right. So, but I, I Googled, um, if I have like normal hearing, can I get super hearing by wearing a hearing aid? <laughs> right? It makes, it makes sense. It does make sense. The logic is there. What did it say? It says that, uh, well, I didn't really find anything out, but <laughs> it did find that potentially vibrating ear bones could make somebody boost their hearing. Now, people one day may be able to hear sounds that you can't hear now, and scientists they're doing experiments that suggest that just vibrating the ear bones could create uh, shortcuts for sounds to enter the brain, which could give people superhuman hearing. Well, that's fascinating. Right? That's a good Google search. We're going to have super ears soon? We could. But then that led me down the path of watching earwax removal videos. Oh, my God. And I kind of want to get it done. No. Me too. So gross. It's crazy oh. the stuff that they pull out of people who think that they have normal everyday hearing and it's the wax buildup. Yeah. I know it sounds disgusting. I have a real earwax <laughs> problem, so I think mine would be disgusting. Can we get you to do an earwax candle? I don't I don't know if it would work because I do mineral drops to like loosen it up from time Well, that to time. would be good. Put the candle in your ear, light it, and supposedly it pulls out all the earwax. I don't know where to buy these things. But I have I know a couple it's a thing. I have a couple things about this. One, how do hearing aids work? Does it just increase the decibels? I think because so. if it just increases decibels and you put it in, that would be actually be bad for your ears because mm. it would be too high, right? That makes sense. That's yeah. probably why I couldn't find anything really. Yeah, on yeah. It. So don't do that. I think that that's probably bad. The earwax thing. You want to know a fascinating uh, thing about like <laughs> this is going to be hard to explain. Racial differences. Okay. Have you ever talked to an Asian person about their earwax versus your earwax as a white person? No. Okay, so I have this theory. It's never my crossed my mind. My girlfriend is Asian, and we've been doing a bunch of research on this. And apparently it's a legit thing, but we're trying to gather more info before we start putting it out there. Too late. Uh, white people, <laughs> Caucasian people, have like the real like goopy kind of brown earwax. Yeah. Right? I can imagine we're all probably in that category. Some darker and some grosser than others, but like kind of moist. It is moisty. Brown. Yeah, it's not like flaky or anything. Asian people have like flaky, dry earwax. Really? Oh. Yeah, it's a different type of earwax. And you can look this up. This is legit. And like, I was cleaning my ears and my girlfriend just thinks it's disgusting because she like looks at it. She's like, oh, like it's all like brown. And like, I throw the Q-tips in the garbage. And she's like, ugh, like gross. And then she doesn't, you can barely see anything. It's what? astonishing. Yeah. Maybe you just have disgusting ears. No, it's a real, it's a real thing. I don't have a computer. God damn it. <laughs> I'll Google it right now. I if didn't know Google that was a thing. Asian yeah. versus Caucasian. Caucasian <laughs> earwax. 
Wow. That's Dry insane. earwax, typically in East Asians and Native Americans, is light colored and flaky, while earwax found in Caucasian and African groups is darker, wetter, and a new study shows smellier. So we have smellier, grosser ears than uh, East Asian people. That's so weird, Native hey? Americans. That so random. So weird. Yeah. The and more a, you know. Yeah. Just a thing I noticed while my girlfriend was telling me I was disgusting. I was like, what's your earwax like? Yeah. And then we've just been doing like anecdotal research on it, which is a weird thing. Like I'm just messaging people like, hey, what's your earwax like? <laughs> <laughs> like, like? Like messaging Asian friends. Like, I know this is weird, but do you have Asian earwax or white earwax? And they're like, what are you talking about? I'm like, I'm doing research. It's a real thing. <laughs> it's hard to explain. Um, wow. But all our evidence points to this being true. And so did Google. So That's crazy. I didn't know that. There yeah, you go. We either. have disgusting earwax. I want to get, smells I worse. still want to get you an ear wax candle. I, I still say you do that. You lie down. We'll do the episode. You can still do it while it burns. Just do the whole episode lying <laughs> yeah. on the ground with it in there. It's fascinating how much crap comes out of your head. Oh, yeah. Like, it's wild. I don't like that stuff. That grosses me out. Really? Like, but you're cool with me doing like a neti pot. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, uh, yeah. Neti pot, gro less gross. Like pimple popping videos, earwax videos, like cyst removals. Like mm -hmm. people are watching that. God, that's they have full TV shows out. now. I know it grosses me out. I can't do it. But that ties back to my bodily too much fluid. You know, like when you were doing that, it just looked like water. I could deal with water. I don't like fluids that are gross. <laughs> so you were Googling super hearing. Yeah. Alexi, what was your last Google search? Well, um, so I was making a bunch of roasted garlic. Okay. Because nice. uh, I just have a lot of garlic we at should home. We should do a collab for the barbecue channel. We should. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm, I've been wanting to start a channel as well. So uh, just, just roasting garlic or just yeah, every video is just, we're roasting garlic again today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, so I, I love roasted garlic. So I'm making it and my whole place smells like roasted garlic. Mm. And then once it's done, I pull it out of the oven and I'm like letting it cool. And I was going to use it for like cooking or whatever, but then I just started eating it raw. And before I knew it, I had eaten like a whole clove of oh, garlic. That's good for you though, right? Yeah, right? I think I think so. So I ate that and then I ate two more. Uh, so I ate three cloves of garlic and I was like, this is so good. I could eat this all the time. I'm like, if this is the only thing that I ate, I'd be fine. And I was like, I wonder, and I actually posted this on my Instagram as well. I Googled, can you survive on garlic alone? Oh, I'm fascinated to know the answer. You cannot. Oh, <laughs> really? You can for like, I think like, like a week. What about like garlic? And if you you still had water? Yeah. Well, there I, there would definitely be like water, but like just the garlic as your like main source of food. But Not enough. I think you can survive for a week, but I think that you could survive on no food for a week too. So, right. so you're obviously like team Jacob then, right? Oh, yeah. I'm tying back to yeah. Twilight. Oh, yeah. 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 You're not, you're, I've been, you're not, I've been no outed. No vampires in this house. <laughs> I've been outed. Yeah, yeah. Huh. So you can't survive off just eating garlic. I wonder how many foods in the world you can't. That's okay. Googling it right now. How many foods could you survive off like just that food? Like I'm, if you just ate chicken your whole life, only chicken, would you be there's, fine? There's those shows though of those people who have those strange addictions. Oh, yeah. Where they'll... They'll eat just chicken fingers. Yeah. There's also years. people on those shows who will eat styrofoam. So like. Yeah, but, they, but they eat so other things besides the styrofoam. There's are, there are people who just eat like nothing but chicken fingers. It's yeah, kind of shocking how many like crazy <laughs> individuals TLC manages to find. Like how do they recruit these people? Like Right. And they always have the most interesting shows. And you're like, you're just like, what? Like this is all... a whole episode of someone who like 
yeah, whatever, like has sex with balloons. <laughs> like you're like, uh, yeah, how do you, how do you find this person? Where did you meet them? Or the coupon right? clippers. Those people are freaks. I'm sorry. Right. But if you're walking into a store with 18 carts and you clear the store out of everything they've got and you spent $4 because you have so many coupons that you've been collecting over the past year, <laughs> you're weird as hell. Oh yeah. And that's, a, that is like all just like an American thing too. Like, I don't even think you're allowed to do like the coupon clipping in the same way in Canada. It's like just uh -huh. in the States, they have like laws so that if you have coupons, you can use as many as you want. Oh, yeah. So those shows are wild. Crazy. Right. Yeah. My mom was going into the coupon phase for a while <laughs> and I was like, put me up. But was adoption. she like jumping in dumpsters and stuff to find the no, flyers to no. do that and clip them out? That's so apparently wild. there's not many foods, sorry, that you could survive on your whole life if you only ate the single thing. But one of the closest is potatoes. Oh, yeah. Mm, potatoes um, are great. Yeah. yeah. That is one of the TLC, uh, My Strange Addiction people. They only ate cheesy potatoes. Really? Cheesy for, potatoes. For like a decade. I guess you got to your dairy oh. intake with the cheese. You're right. You know? <laughs> so it says... This is from Popular Science. First and foremost, it's not a good idea to eat only one kind of food. To survive, we need 20 amino acids, of which nine are essential, meaning we can't make them ourselves and must get them from food, as well as a plethora of minerals and vitamins. Blah, 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 blah. Throughout history, we've often combined foods like rice, beans, yogurt, nuts, and even macaroni and cheese to a certain extent in an attempt or by accident. This is stupid. It just sounds dumb. It says that potato is basically the closest you could you could do. But there's definitely people who are just unhealthy that are doing it anyways, mm. right? <laughs> yes, oh, it yeah. makes shows on these people. I feel like I was really judging both of your Google searches, but mine was real dumb. Mine was our zebra's horses. That was the last thing I Googled. <laughs> they were from the horse family, though, right? <laughs> they are from the horse family. I was watching Life in Color, the new Netflix David Attenborough series. <gasps> yes. <sighs> Is it good? It's so good. It's good, but it's not as good as I liked the one. Oh, the planet Earth? Where, yeah, like where they did that whole season, I forget what the name of it was, where it was shot in the dark and they had those crazy uh, cameras that could like illuminate like the, the safari at night and stuff. Oh, and you yeah. could see night movement of the animals. That was really cool. This like life in color one kind of, it's almost like they put it in a filter on everything. Yeah. Like they Instagram like, it yeah, up. to show like different colors. But it's kind of interesting because they can be like, okay, this is, you know, if you're in the safari, here's what a human sees. Now here's what a tiger sees and gives like their color palette. And then here's Ooh. what like a, a, an antelope sees and gives their color palette. And you could see the difference. And like, then you're like, oh God, it sucks to be an antelope because they can't see orange. And all the tigers are orange and the tigers oh God, are trying to get doomed. them so bad. They can't see orange. Yeah, it's <laughs> the worst color for them not to be able to see. You feel horrible for like the deer and anything and like the deer family. That's why when you see like, uh, deer hunters like in yeah, Canada they the, that they the wear orange because they can't see orange. That makes sense. So that, but tigers being orange, real inconvenient on the safari for them. Yeah, that's. Uh, so I was watching that, and then they had zebras, and I was like, God, I know nothing about zebras, and they look so cool. Like, and the stripes, like I was just like, are they horses? They like kind of look like horses. So then I googled it. Uh, they're from the equestrian family, basically, mm. but they're more similar to a mule or a donkey than they are a horse. Really? Mm. Yeah. yeah. Huh. Uh, and you kind of see it because if you look at a horse, they have like the mane, right? It's called the mane. Yeah. yeah. Don't, zebras have that. Yes, but they have like the mohawk spike. Oh, like it donkey. stands up, which is a, like a donkey or a mule feature. Whereas uh, a horse's lies down flat. They have that beautiful flowing locks. I would love to see, you know, they just had the Kentucky Derby this weekend. I would love to see that with zebras. 
Yeah. Yeah. That would be way cooler. Because they can boot it, man. When they're getting chased by lions and they're shit. They're so fast. Oh, yeah. yeah. I would love. That's what you do. You get the zebras lined up and you let them out and then you let a lion loose and just have them just and then you bet on it. I, I would watch that. That's basically what Life of Color is, except there's no betting. You're just watching tigers chase zebras around, and it's pretty fascinating. They are fast, though. I watched. I was so frustrated. You know how Portland has this whole, like, hipster culture idea, yeah. right? I was watching this hunting show. I don't hunt. Uh, I have hunters in my family, but I have no real interest in it. But I like the outdoor adventure aspect of a lot of hunting shows, like the the hike in and all that kind of stuff. So I was watching this one and it was in Oregon and this guy was hunting with like a local guy and he was like a hipster hunter. What the and, hell is a hipster hunter? Well, he only hunts on like by riding a mule. Like he refuses to even ride a horse. Oh my God. Because he thinks that, and apparently mules harder to train but are more like steady when you're out in the wild than a horse. Uh, less chance of them falling, a little bit stronger. I didn't know this all about mules, but I was watching this hipster hunter explain how he won't ride horses, only mules. And I wanted to punch him in the face. So what bad. was his reasoning behind not wanting to ride a horse, but yet a because mule? mules are better. Mules are stronger. Mules are, uh, I don't know if they're faster. He, basically sturdier is the the word that he was using, but harder to train and like, Apparently very difficult to actually ride a mule. Um, but if, because a mule is like half horse, half donkey. Mm. It's like a crossbreed. Okay. Um, and donkeys are strong. And so are zebras. That was my Google search. <laughs> I, I have a question. Mm -hmm. In the same line of questioning, is, is a giraffe a horse then? Oh God, let's Google it. Is a giraffe a horse? I don't know. It kind of looks equestrian-like. Right? There's similarities. Yeah, let's Google it. I wish I had a computer. Uh, my life is the worst. Um, is a giraffe a horse? Is a giraffe a horse? <laughs> my God. Google's we're, gonna, we're doing our own. I'm the dumbest person on the planet. <laughs> is a giraffe a horse? Giraffes belong to the even-toed ungulate. So no. No. Oh. oh. <laughs> Closer to cows. Yeah, because they have toes, right? Yeah. Where horses have hooves. Oh, wow. Multi-chambered, oh, they have multi-chambered stomachs for grazing like cows do. Oh, uh, cows, their so stomachs are wild. The they, stomach. What cows have four stomachs, right? Yeah, or four hearts or something. Too. There is a place in Toronto, Nova Scotia. There's a school there. It's a farming school. And what they've got, they've actually have cows that have windows in them. This is the wildest what? thing you'll ever see in your life. I've got pictures of these things oh. where there are these almost like doors on the side of these cows who are alive, by the way, where they'll force these. feed the cows, like, you know, grasses and stuff. And then watch it go through their digestive system through what? their stomachs. It's for real. Disgusting. Oh my God. Yeah. Uh, oh, so the answer to your question, someone on Quora has already asked, are giraffes a type of horse? And the answer is not very closely. All hoofed mammals share a more recent common ancestry with one another than we, with say us, but giraffes are about as, Distantly related to horses as two ungulate species can be. So, no. Whoa. Yeah. Uh, more closely related to deer than horses. Oh. That makes sense. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. Does it? Yeah. They kind of look. Because they do have the little toes. Yeah. The, the heads as well. I mean, and the ears. That's kind of similar, I guess. Well, there you I, go. Most animals I feel like ears. we're all smarter. Yeah. yeah. 
That was oh. a round of Google search history. <laughs> <laughs> um, how's the nose feeling? Quick update. It's uh, I'm good. Still. Does it feel better? No. I can no? still feel water. So I imagine when I get up, it'll start just pouring out. So thank ah, you for that. No problem. Uh, that's a wrap on today's episode. Thank you very much for hanging out once again. Um, let's do uh, our thank yous. Thank you to Jim Bob John for the original music. Thank you to Jessica Wong for the graphics. Thank you to 604 Records and Studio here for you giving us the space in the Comedy Here Often Podcast Network. Thank you to producer Alexi. And thank you to you for watching or listening. Uh, we appreciate it. Please comment, rate, review, subscribe, do Send all us that an email. jazz. Yeah, email us, tylerlynch at gmail.com. Uh, we're still looking for a different job, so maybe that'll come soon. But this is fun. I don't know if we'll stop this. We'll see. I like this. This yeah, is good. It's a good time. Uh, so thank you. And if you like comment and like and all that stuff, it really does make a difference. We're at the point now where we got like a steady base. You know, we're getting a lot of downloads every episode and just consistently. But now it's like, how do we grow it? We need some sponsorships. We need spot. Yeah, give us money. Also, McDonald's. <laughs> ah. You think McDonald's will? I'll make Lynch snort a, Mar a Smarty McFlurry if you bring it back. That will not happen. For likes. That will not happen. <laughs> no, I'm not snorting. A, I'm not snorting anything. I just snorted a natty pot. <laughs> uh, that's a wrap. Thank you very much. Chad Kroger, uh, if you see this, uh, please give us back the keys and uh, we'll see you soon.